we discussed that we are all tiny parts of god who is an ocean of bliss hence we have the inherent urge to be blissful and we cannot rest contented until we get such bliss which is infinite in extent which is ever fresh and once again it will never be snatched away from us that is the sat chit anand of god that bliss will be attained when we attain god himself in order to attain god we will have to go beyond the purview of our senses mind and intellect because he is divine beyond the material realm and hence we must not harbor this vanity that by our intellectual analysis we'll be able to fathom god he is only known when he bestows his grace and grants to the soul his divine intellect on receiving god's power any fortunate soul can see him hear him reach him think of him know him and attain him however god's grace is not a whimsical act from his sight we will need to do something to attract his mercy what will we need to do we discussed his eternal law he graces those who surrender to him yesterday we discussed that it is the mind which needs to be surrendered for the mind is the cause of bondage and the mind is the cause of liberation our mind is presently attached to the world if we are aspiring to attain god realization we must deeply contemplate how to detach the mind from the world and we discussed this will require us to understand that the happiness of our soul is not in material objects when the intellect holds this discrimination this vivek it will then develop the power to pull the mind away from the world just like you pull your mind away from a cup of poison even though it is very tasteful for you know it has the ability to kill you hence shri krishna said in the bhagavad gita जन्म मृत्यु जरा व्याधि दुख दोषानुदर्शनम अर्जुन रिपीटेडली थिंक ऑफ द डिफेक्ट्स ऑफ दिस वर्ल्ड इट्स मिजरीज एंड टॉर्मेंट्स योर माइंड विल देन कम अवे फ्रॉम इट बट द माइंड कमिंग अवे इज ओनली हाफ द स्टोरी द सेकंड हाफ इज हाउ नाउ to attach this mind to god this requires practice just like in the material realm 
you mastered so many skills whether you became a graduate a postgraduate whether you became a painter a dancer a writer whatever required focused and repeated practice similarly if you wish to move ahead in your spiritual practice the first step will be to assign some time from your daily schedule for your personal sadhana so we need to take out some time every day how much time should we take out swami ji according to the vedas one tenth of your time is prescribed for sadhana one tenth means roughly 2 hours that is the prescribed time now 2 hours seems impossible in the modern scenario at least take out 1 hour make a firm resolve from today onwards whatever happens i will definitely allot this 1 hour for my own soul now what do you do in this 1 hour or 2 hours what is the sadhana that is to be done navadha bhakti is very popular the ninefold processes of devotion shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam padasevanam archanam vandanam dasyam sakhyam atmanivedanam this was stated by prahlad maharaj in the shrimad bhagavat mahapurana seventh canto fifth chapter 23rd verse and it was highlighted by chaitanya mahaprabhu bhajana er shresh navadha bhakti tar madhe sarvashresh naam sankirtan and mahaprabhu vallabhachare also highlighted so all the bhakti acharya started highlighting hence navadha bhakti became extremely popular now you can do any of these nine fold processes of devotion worshiping the lord in his deity form offering prayers chanting his names serving etc etc shravanam kirtanam etc so you do any of these nine fold processes of devotion but one of these nine is compulsory without that one it is all one big zero what is that one smaranam smaranam means remembrance because ultimately the mind needs to be purified so in your sadhana you have to take your mind to god so how do we do smaranam how do we remember god that is what jagan guru shri kripalu ji maharaj always emphasized he said do roop dhyan what is roop dhyan bring the image of god before you now the mind will have a basis to rest upon like for example you remember somebody in the world are bhai where is that person who that one who's come from fort worth 
so many have come from Fort Worth. That tall guy, see, he's brought his image to mind. The tall person. Tell me little more. That darkish complexion. Ha ha ha, Ramesh. So before taking the name of Ramesh, he brought the image of Ramesh to his mind. Similarly, when you are saying Sita Ram, when you are saying Radhe Sham, you are recalling the Lord. Before that, bring his image to your mind and now take the name. The mind now has a basis for devotion, for love. Now here people raise some objections. They say, Swamiji, I have never seen God. How will I meditate upon him? See, God is causelessly merciful. He says, visualize me as you wish and increase your love, increase your attachment, that's all that's required. Visualize me as you like. Come to the state of Maam Ekam Sharanam Raja, complete surrender. When you reach that state, I will bestow my grace. And by my grace, when I give that power in your mind, that is called Shuddha Sattva. Not material Sattva Gun, Shuddha Sattva. When that is added to the mind, your mind will become divine. And with that divine mind, you will not have to imagine God. You will see Him as He is. When will that happen? After God realization, when He gives you the power. And before that, what do you do? Before that, God says, don't worry. Just visualize me as you wish. Now, somebody says, Swamiji, that image of Radha Krishna in the temple, I just love it. Can I meditate on it? Sure. Somebody says that image of Sri Krishna in the painting in my friend's house is very enchanting. Can I meditate on it? Sure. But make one correction. Meditate on the living God. In other words, let him come out of the image. Let him come out of the deity. The deity is the basis. And you bring God out from there. He's talking, he's walking, his hands and feet are moving. After all, God is not insentient. He is supremely sentient. So with the basis of the deity, basis of